On today's episode, it's the first of a few episodes on nutrition. Today, we're talking about two different fasting methods to have a leaner, stronger body and mind. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holistic Alpha Podcast. It is Wednesday. It's January 1st of a new decade. That's awesome. It's cool to have a fresh start. You know what, guys? It still comes down to, though, doing the work. You got to do the work all year long, all year long, right? Don't let whatever you start, whatever changes you kick off right now, please don't let them just be a a temporary thing, make it a way of life. Whatever it is, do it every day, make it part of who you are, make it a way of life, and it will actually stick with you and transform you. I'm your host, Stephen Mathis, by the way, and if this is your first time listening to the show, this podcast is all about helping you unleash your true power as a man. We do that by addressing the five pillars of power. Those are fitness, nutrition, hormone optimization, sex energy optimization, and mind strategies. And today... I want to dive into the first of a few episodes on nutrition. We haven't really talked much about nutrition and fueling our body recently, so I want to dive into that a little bit on these next few episodes. On today's episode, we're going to start with fasting. Fasting, you guys, in a couple of different forms. So, so powerful for getting you not only the body that you want to be in, and so many amazing things that it does for your body, but also for your mind, as we're going to talk about. So like I said, I want to talk about two different methods of fasting and the benefits of each and why you might want to use one or the other or both. So fasting is so transformative in terms of the processes that happen in your body and the shifts that can that can take place. So there's a lot of science around this. I don't want to dive into a ton of the science today. I just want to get into how you can actually put this into practice in your life. The bottom line is there's a lot of science that shows the benefits of fasting. It's going to help your blood sugar be more stable. Your metabolism will go up. Your uh, You get uh, increased human growth hormone production. So it affects your lean muscle mass. Uh, there's so many so many benefits from that standpoint. It also really has a powerful effect to heal and reset your immune system, especially longer fasts. So man, there's just so many, so many things that come with fasting and it's kind of a multifaceted, multifaceted effect in terms of the effect it has on your body. So the bottom line, fasting rocks for right now, we're just going to leave it at that versus diving into a lot of science. Let's talk about how to put fasting into use in your life. Two different methods I want to talk about. The first one is uh, a form of intermittent fasting. And I know that you've heard a ton about intermittent fasting. and You've maybe even tried it. So again, the science, the, you know, millions of people doing this, there's a lot of proof around the benefits of this, especially for men. It's slightly different for women. Fasting works especially well for men. So intermittent fasting is the first method and intermittent fasting basically is any kind of fast 
of less than 24 hours. So there's different methods of doing this. There's, you know, the 16, eight where you're fasting for 16 and eating for eight. There's the 12 and 12. There's the, all these different ways that you can kind of look at it. The simplest, most powerful way to look at it is this. What is your eating window? What is your eating window? So right now, if you wake up and you have breakfast at 8 a.m. and then you finish eating at, you know, 9 p.m., then your eating window for that day was 13 hours, right? 13 hours from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. The easiest way to approach intermittent fasting is just figure out whatever your eating window is now and just start cutting it down. The more you cut down that eating window, potentially if it works for you, everybody's unique, but there's a lot of power in really cutting down that eating window as long as you eat well when you eat. We need to take one quick sidebar note, which is this. Fasting is really, really awesome, but there's a saying, any fool can fast, but only a wise man can break one. And that refers to the fact that how you, what you choose to eat after your fast, whether it's a shorter fast, you know, intermittent fasting of less than 24 hours or a longer fast as we're going to talk about, what you eat after you fast is is absolutely crucial, right? So if you fast for 20 hours, and then and then eat pizza, right? It, it just you're not you're kind of um, <laughs> you're just hurting yourself, and you're not getting the kind of benefit that you could get. So it's so important when you fast to focus on when you do fuel and when you do eat, make it good stuff that is good fuel. So let's get back though to intermittent fasting and the eating window. The eating window is super simple. It's an easy way to look at it. Just start cutting back the hours, figure out where you're at on a typical day now and start cutting back the hours. The easiest way to start cutting back those hours is, uh, well, two things. First, skip breakfast, right? So if you're eating at 8 a.m., skip breakfast and have your first meal of the day at, you know, 11 or 12 or one or whatever, whatever works for your schedule, you know, but skip breakfast, right? So immediately, let's say it's 11 then you've already cut three hours off of that time. So you've gone from a 13 hour eating window down to a 10 hour eating window. The other part that's really important is to cut uh, a little bit of time off the end, especially if you're eating late before bed. Man, so many, it really is impactful if you're eating late before bed, you guys. It affects your hormone production because your hormone production happens at night and when your body's using this energy and blood flow and all these things to digest food. It's not going to produce hormones in the same way. It affects your sleep quality. Don't eat too late is the bottom line. So cutting back your eating window, skip breakfast, stop eating a little bit earlier, you know, an hour, two hours earlier, whatever it is. And now all of a sudden you've gone from a 13 hour eating window to say an eight or nine hour eating window. And that's a really powerful shift because it takes somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 10 to 12 hours to, for your body to get into the initial kind of fasting state. So if you, for example, if you eat at 9 PM and then the next morning you start eating at 8 AM, it's been 11 hours, which means basically right when your body would be kind of shifting into the fasting state where autophagy, which is like this process of your body getting rid of toxins and 
and um, and and kind of cleaning house, right? That process really kicks into gear uh, more at least the first level, when you do an extended fast, it'll kick into gear even more. But on an intermittent fast, that really kicks into gear after about 10 or 12 hours, which means on those normal days, let's say you're eating at 9 p.m. and then you start eating at 8 a.m., you you basically, you're not really getting any real fasting time because just when your body's kind of starting to kick into that place, then you're eating again. So by just shaving off four or five hours, now all of a sudden you go from having you know, basically zero hours of being in a really, you know, truly kind of fasted state to having four or five hours of that. And that four or five hours is huge in terms of what will happen in your body. So just look at the eating window. It's a super simple way to do it. You don't necessarily have to do it every day, uh, but it that that can work really, really well. Just start looking at whatever your eating window is and cutting it back. And you can cut this back a lot, you guys. Let me, just to give you an idea of the way that I eat, and this doesn't work for everybody, but I basically eat one meal a day. So I fast for around 20 to 21 hours, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then I fuel during the that three to four hour window. So it's kind of one large meal over a few hours, kind of a multi-course meal. And I've just found my way to that gradually over time. I didn't just immediately jump into that, uh, but I've, I've just found that that works the best for me. It's the most powerful way. I maintain the highest amount of energy and strength and it just it just feels better. So you can take that eating window down and you can keep taking it down. But again, you don't have to start there. Just start by, you know, shaving off a few hours, cutting back that eating window gradually and, you know, and see how that works for your body. My guess is it's going to work really well, especially if, like I said, you're fueling well when you do eat. It's crucial, guys. Don't fast and then eat a bunch of junk. You're just going to undo all the stuff that you did. And in fact, one of the things with fasting is that it kind of resets your connection and the way that your body reacts to food in certain ways, especially when you do a longer fast and your body kind of gets primed by the first things that you take in after your fast, it's really kind of responsive to that. And so, you know, that's why it's so important to break your fast effectively because it's not just about, you know, the calories. It's about when whatever you put into your body after that fast, whether it was a, you know, 15 hour fast or 20 hour fast or longer fast, whatever, whatever you put into your body is kind of like that you're telling your body kind of how it's going to be and your body is going to kind of react to that, which means if you put in really good stuff, good things happen in terms of your body's response. If you fast and then you eat, you know, a giant pile of like white bread or a big pizza or something, you, you, your body's going to react in negative ways. It's going to crave more of those things. Your blood sugar is going to spike. You're going to undo, you know, all of the, a lot of the metabolic benefits that happened from the fast. So break it smart. Let's talk about method number two of fasting. And this is a longer fast, anything more than 24 hours. And here's the deal with this, you guys, intermittent fasting is really intermittent fasting for me mostly is about is physical, right? It's mostly about what's happening in your body. You're going to lose more fat. You're going to, you know, you're going to maintain lean muscle mass easier because your human growth hormone will be higher. Uh, you have more energy, 
Your life gets easier when you eat less often, you know, (laughs) eliminate a meal from your day. When you eliminate breakfast, all of a sudden your life's a little easier. It's one less thing to think about and plan and decide and, you know, feel guilty about if you didn't eat, I, you know, what you should, you know, wanted to or whatever. So, um, it's, it, it can make your life easier eating a little bit less, but the other way to do this is more about your mind. And that's a longer fast. So shorter fasts, it's really physical and you're getting a lot of physical benefits. Longer fasts, you definitely get major physical benefits, especially after the fast. But what I view is by far the greatest benefit of a longer fast is what it will do for your mind. It's really hard to describe until you experience it, but it's very, very transformational in terms of your groundedness and connectedness and the clarity that you have and also the drive the drive let's think about it from a from a primal kind of standpoint right if we're cavemen and we're eating every day then our body and our mind are kind of thinking okay you know things are pretty cool we can just kind of chill do the same thing right we don't necessarily need to make any dramatic changes. You don't eat for three days if you're a caveman and your body's going, holy shit, bro. You got to go get some stuff done. Boom. Here's some chemicals to make that happen. Here's some feel good chemicals in your brain. You know, here's some drive. Your body responds in really powerful ways to a longer fast. So if you're facing any kind of mental, emotional, challenge in your life, you know, whether that's building a business and you need, you know, you want the the clarity and the drive to help you get that done, or whether it's dealing with a relationship issue and working through emotional stuff, whatever it is, a long fast really, really is a powerful way to get really, really clear, really clear and connected and driven in not like an outward jittery energy kind of way, but in a really fundamental, like just moving forward, getting the things done that need to get done. It's really, really powerful. So that's anything longer, uh, anything longer than a day is what's called an extended fast. What I recommend most to the guys that I work with is a three-day fast to start off. And that's something that pretty much everybody can do. We're built to fast, you guys. We're built as humans to be able to go without food for a while, you know? I mean, if we were if we were hunters and gatherers, right, we would be working the whole day potentially or potentially multiple days to, you know, to provide and to gather and get that fuel, whether it's hunting or whatever, right? So we are built to be able to do this. So everybody can do a three-day fast. I want to give you a couple of tips for that. Most likely, you're going to probably, if you do a three-day, and I'm talking about a water fast. So the kind of fasting that I recommend is, uh, it's completely different if you're doing like a juice fast. That's a completely different thing. And the metabolic impact is not going to be the same. That's going to maybe cleanse your digestive system. But the what happens metabolically is not the same. So I'm talking about a water fast. You could also choose to do a dry fast. I recommend water fast for most people. 
And so the way to do it in terms of the logistics around it is this. Most likely, you're going to feel pretty good on day one and day three. It's really amazing, actually. On day three, so many people that I talk to feel amazing on day three. Like they're maybe ready to break the fast by the end of the day and they're ready to, okay, refuel, you know. But the the place that your mind and your spirit and and everything will be internally on that day three is really powerful and amazing. So most likely you're going to feel pretty good on day three. You're also going to feel probably pretty good on day one. This kind of depends on how much, if any fasting, like intermittently that you've been doing, but you're probably going to feel pretty good on day one. Day two is where you're going to maybe be dragging a little bit. And so you want to schedule that three-day fast so that day two can be a day where you can potentially just kind of chill at least at times if you need to. And and speaking of chilling, uh, in terms of working out, yes, you can work out on a three-day fast, but you want to keep it light. Keep it light. It's basically thinking mobility because a couple of things. Number one, you don't really have the, the reserves to replenish if you go hard. The other thing is that actually a hard workout will will spike your blood sugar because your body will burn muscle and it you're basically feeding your body the muscle and that will spike your blood sugar. So even if you're not eating anything, if you work out too hard, that's going to affect the metabolic state that you're in from the fast. So if you're doing a longer fast, keep it to kind of, you know, movement, but not working super duper hard. And that's really mostly all there is to it. You guys drink a lot of water. I really like to, um, I really like to put like a little tiny bit of lemon juice is fine. A little bit of something like that in some warm water with like a little bit of salt and just something to sip on like that. Uh, you can also do, uh, beef bouillon cubes, not the, uh, actual bone broth or beef broth because those have calories in them, but like the little, um, they're kind of chemically and nasty. I'm not a huge fan of them. Um, if you look at what's in them, but they, they work. And if you're wanting something to sip on, they're not going to affect the metabolic state. So some people will use those beef bouillon cubes. I think they're called, um, the last tip as far as extended fasting, and this really applies to every day because this is one of the most important supplements that I've talked about before, which is magnesium, but it's especially important when you fast, because when you fast, your body will adjust and do great in terms of shifting from running on glucose to running on or running on glycogen actually to running on fats or ketones. And your body's going to adjust and do great on that. The one thing that can be a little bit of a challenge is your electrolytes. Most importantly, magnesium. It's real easy for um, it's really easy to be low on magnesium during a fast, and for that to actually cause you to kind of be dragging. Where if you were having significant, not significant, sufficient magnesium during the fast, you'll feel a lot better. So a water fast, you know, there's not really a lot of magic to it. We'll talk more about fasting for sure. We'll probably talk a little bit more about it in the coming couple of episodes we're going to talk mostly about some other kind of aspects of this but fasting fasting is so powerful you guys and it's really simple it's really simple there's not really a lot of magic to it you know your intermittent fasts just start cutting down that eating window experiment as you cut that back 
and then really seriously consider doing a longer fast if you have never done one before. And maybe if you have done one before, maybe it's time to get back at it. Uh, you could easily do a three-day fast, say once a quarter. That's pretty reasonable for most people. There is such a thing as having too much fasting. You don't want to go super crazy, um, but you know, a three-day fast once a quarter is awesome for most people. So if it's been a while, even if you have done a fast before, maybe it's time to consider doing it again. And it's such a reset. Doing a longer fast just really resets your body and your mind in really impactful ways. So if you're kind of looking to get some kind of reset, you know, a lot of people are in that mode starting the new year. And maybe that's just like dealing with kind of eating and drinking and whatever during the holidays and that kind of stuff. Or maybe it's just, you're just trying to reset and move on from something that happened last year or whatever. If you're looking for kind of that reset, nothing will reset your body and your mind more powerfully than a fast. So fasting, you guys, so amazing. That's really the two ways to look at it. Those are the two methods. So try intermittent fasting, try a longer fast. If we haven't talked on the phone yet, man, I had such an awesome day, by the way, today. I love, I'm so fortunate to interact with so many of you guys that are so awesome. There's so many awesome guys out there that are just crushing it in their own way. And everybody's on these different places in their journey, but there's so many guys that are just, that are getting after it and, and working on the work that they need to work on, you know, whether it's inside, whether it's with their body. So man, I know that a lot of you guys listening are those guys that I've talked to that I know you're getting after it and crushing it. Thank you. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for listening to this. I really appreciate it. I'm so fortunate to be able to interact with a lot of you guys. And I would love nothing more than to help you kick ass. If we haven't jumped on a free strategy call yet, book a call with me. Let's jump on the call. I'll listen to what's going on with you and help in any way that I can in that time period that we have. So shoot me a text, 801-742-1439. We can talk today or tomorrow, whenever it's good. I'm pretty flexible. I pretty much work most things around being able to get on the phone with people, whether that's people for a free strategy call like this or with clients, because that's what, man, I love it. I love, uh, I love interacting with guys as they make progress and kick ass. So I would love to talk to you if we haven't talked yet. If we have talked, I would love to talk to you again. Hit me up. Let's talk anytime. 801-742-1439. Also, if we're not connected, uh, hit me up on Instagram at Stephen Mathis. You can hit me up on LinkedIn, search Stephen Mathis, uh, and let's connect there. I'm always available there. You can shoot me a message. If you have any, you have any questions, any feedback on the show, or you just want to say hi, what's up, hit me up on any of those channels. That would be awesome. Thanks again, you guys. I really appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next few episodes. We are going to talk about more about nutrition. We're going to get into more specifics of when you are fueling, what to fuel with, and lots of aspects of how to really fuel for power. Thanks again, you guys. I appreciate your time. Have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.